Hey there, and welcome to episode number 125 of the Church Collective Podcast. This one's a little bit different from most of our episodes, so I'm going to set it up for you. We're going to talk with a guy named Chris Abbott and one of our main dudes, Josh Pidgeley. Um, We're going to talk about Facebook advertising, and if that's not exciting for you, I would encourage you to hang out for just a minute, because there's a really cool opportunity to connect with uh, people in your community, especially with Easter coming up. Um, For just a little bit of money, there's some really cool strategies that you can use to utilize Facebook to connect with people in your community, to bring a bunch of new visitors to your church. So this is super practical. You might want to pass it on to your communications, to your executive pastor, to whoever's in charge of Uh, media at your church, but uh, yeah, really practical, really cool application stuff in here. So here we go with episode number 125 of the Church Collective Podcast. All right, so uh, we've got some people that will be listening, and some people will be loving Facebook ads. They just don't really know how to use it, and some people have no idea what Facebook ads are. So Chris, can you just kind of talk for a little bit about why we should use Facebook ads and what kind of benefits we can pull from that? Yeah, yeah. So uh, man, it's 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 pretty interesting. There's 1.9 billion people on Facebook right now, and 1.3 billion of them log in every single day, which is really insane when you think about it, right? I mean, out of the world's population, 1.3 billion people, part of their daily routine is logging into Facebook. The average user spends 20 minutes a day on Facebook. So, uh, man, I always tell like all my clients that I run ads for, I just tell them, I'm like, man, if, if there was a place in your, in your town or your city or your community where every single person in town went there for 20 minutes a day, all you would do is just set up shop there and invite people to church every single day. Why would you go anywhere else? And so, uh, man, with, with uh, you know, living in the world that we live in now, Mark Zuckerberg has actually created that space. He's created it digitally. He's given us Facebook. So since every single person within driving distance of your church is going to be on Facebook for an average of 20 minutes a day, um, man, it's, it, it's important that that's where we should show up and that's where we should be to invite people to church. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, and I guess beyond that, all of those people are at that space and they're not just sitting there quietly. They're giving us everything we could want to reach them. They're telling us their likes, what they like to eat, what they like to do for their pastime. They tell us if they have family, they tell us where they like to check in. Uh, They give us all that information to reach out to them. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's the, that's the cool thing too. You know, you can, based on who your church is currently reaching or, or even who you're, who you'd like to reach with your church. You know, if, if you're specifically saying, Hey, we're trying to reach, uh, you know, parents who are in their late 20s and, and early 30s with elementary school age kids. I mean, you can literally go in there and just say, okay, and and put together a Facebook campaign just targeting people, you know, between the ages of 25 and 35 who have kids, you know, ages 4 to 12 uh, and live within driving distance of your church. So, I mean, it, it, it's literally the most powerful Facebook ads platform in the history of ever <laughs> because, you know, it's just there's never before we've ever been able to target people so specifically um, and, and especially by, by targeting people uh, by their interests and uh, by the ages of their kids, um, you know, and, and, and how close they, they live to your church. I mean, you don't want to waste time advertising to people uh, who live an hour away if people in your area don't typically drive an hour for church, uh, which you know, people, people in my city don't. So, um, so to be able to just get so laser specific Man, it's just awesome to be able to to be able to just target people within driving distance of your church who kind of fit the the target market that you're that you're trying to invite and, and, and go after. Yeah, I mean, and some some people might be listening and be saying, "Yeah, Josh, that sounds great, Chris. I understand where you're coming from." But we've done radio ads in the past, and we like to do some TV ads, and you know, we have 
direct mailers and we do billboards on the side of the road and we've seen some success in that in the past and that's what we know and that's what we like and I guess for me when I hear that I get a little bit downhearted because I mean Facebook is everything you could need and it is wildly underpriced at this point uh, yep. compared to a billboard ad that people won't even look at and there's no metrics there you know and so I guess for some people do you have clients that kind of come to you with that kind of mindset and you have to kind of explain some pros and cons as to why they should probably maybe move away from analog marketing? Uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. I think most people who, who do a lot of analog marketing kind of realize it's not really working anymore. And, and so the majority of the people that come to me are kind of fed up and they're like, Hey man, we, we want to try something different. Some of them have tried Facebook ads, some of them haven't, but, uh, the majority of, uh, of my clients that kind of come to me, it's kind of like, Hey, this isn't working. We know there's gotta be something better out there. Um, you know I mean? Just to, just to give you an idea, I, I ran a, um, it was actually a, a series of campaigns for a church uh, back in October. So all together, I think we ran six different campaigns. Some of them were video campaigns, some of them were image-based campaigns, but all together out of those six campaigns, we spent about $2,500 and we had 470,000 impressions. We reached 198,000 uh, unique people um, and we uh, ended up having, I think it was 5,061 clicks to the website. Um, so, you know, like if you, if you compare that to direct mail, uh, which when I, when I went in there, I couldn't even find a, <laughs> I, I went on like outreach.com to put together, like actually in that city and, and figure out exactly how much it would have cost to, to do that. And since we reached 198,000 people in, uh, with, with that uh, specific three week period with those different campaigns, you, you couldn't even run a direct mail campaign for 198,000 homes. The closest I found was 150,000 homes. Um, and that was going to be over $25,000 to run to 150,000 and that, and that same thing. So we spent 2,500 and actually reached 48,000 more people and we reached them multiple times. So that's the really cool thing about Facebook ads. You can get in their newsfeed and get there over and over and over. Whereas with a direct mail piece, somebody pulls out of the mailbox, takes a look and then chucks it, uh, you know, and just, just puts it in the trash and throws it away. So, um, man, it's, it, it's, it, it's, it's really cool. I, I've been really excited just to, just to see the outcome uh, of, of those, um, th those types of, of case studies and, and looking at that. Cause when you compare it to direct mail, you know, with direct mail, you have no idea how many impressions you have. You know, you sent it to 150,000 homes. It costs you 25 grand, but how many people went to your website and checked it out? You have absolutely no idea with Facebook ads, you know, all of that information, uh, you know, so to run, to invite 198,000 people to church and for over 5,000 of them to be so excited that they wanted more information to click through to your website. Dude, that's insane. Like that's that's awesome and, and it's yeah. trackable. So I mean, for me, I look at that and I think, man, we live in a city that has just over two hundred thousand people in it. And for twenty five hundred dollars, we could essentially reach them. Um, yeah. And just doing the math, I mean, you said four hundred and seventy thousand impressions, and that was one hundred ninety thousand unique people. So they basically saw each ad about three times. Um, yep. And you got five over five thousand clicks, which means uh, you're paying. What is it? Is either fifty? I can't do this math right now. Either fifty cents or two dollars, right, for a click at that point. <laughs> it's one of the two. Uh, yeah. Be, what was? Uh, I, th I think with, with that particular one, I think we were paying an average of about. I want to say it was like forty-seven cents per click. Right. Yeah, that's the way the math goes. That way, so it's like forty-seven <laughs> cents per click. So you do a direct mailer. You send you let's say Chris, you send me some mail. 
guarantee you the first thing I'm going to do is go through my mail. And if it's from my bank, I'm going to put it on my table. And if it's from your church, I'm probably throwing it in the trash. Um, right. Like, so you, you've paid that money. I've seen your flyer once and it instantly went into my trash. Yep. With this, you spend $2,500. I'm going to see your ad three times. I can't throw it away. I don't have that choice. And of <laughs> those uh, 200,000 people, basically, 5,000 people clicked through to website. Now, yep. what, what size was that church? Okay, so that, that was a pretty large church. That was about 6,000 people uh, right. that go to that church. So they had a, they had a pretty large budget. Um, let's see. I've got another one here. This is a, an Easter case study for, for last year with a, with a church of about 2,000. You want me to share that one? Yeah, that sounds great. Okay. Okay. So this one, a little bit more manageable uh, for, for most churches. Um, so this one, it was, uh, we literally, we were able to invite 25,386 people for $433. Okay. So over 25,000 people that we invited to church on Easter Sunday for 433 bucks. So here's kind of how the, uh, the numbers kind of stacked up. We all together, we had 107,000 impressions um, we had, uh, we reached over 25,000 people. We had 1,164 clicks to the website, uh, and we paid an average of 37 cents per click. Uh, so altogether it was $433, uh, was, was the ad spend. So, um, you know, it's, it, it's kind of crazy if you just, to, just to give you an idea, if you took a look at how, um, how that again goes up against direct mail, so we reached 25,386 people. We had 107,268 impressions. We had 1,164 website clicks. And our cost per 1,000 people reached or 1,000 people invited was $17.09. Um, uh, average cost per click, 37 cents. And, and so your total investment, $433. With direct mail running to 25,000 homes, which would be 386 less people uh, that you're reaching through direct mail, but uh, about the same. 25,000 mailers sent. You have absolutely no idea how many impressions. You have no idea how many website clicks. Your cost per 1,000 people reached would be $183.80. Cost per website click, you have no idea. And your total investment would have been $4,595. So this is so, 80% less. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's insane. $433.00 versus almost $4,600. So, um, you know, and, and so, you know, just to give you an idea that church, uh, like I said, is the church of about 2000 people. Uh, so they had so many, they, they shattered their attendance record. It was the biggest single Sunday they'd ever had. Um, it was an Easter, Easter Sunday last year, 2016. And they had, um, they estimated they had 1500 additional people on Easter Sunday. So, you know, in a single Sunday, they went from 2000 to 3,500 people. Um, you know, just a, just a massive, massive, uh, Easter weekend for them. So, uh, it's a, it's, it's, it's a pretty cool deal, but, um, you know, it's just when, when you're, when you're looking at it, like you said, versus analog marketing, whether you're doing any type of print marketing or direct mail or TV commercials, radio ads, none of that stuff can be as specific or as trackable as Facebook ads, which, uh, <laughs> which is the reason I'm so excited about them. So, yeah. All right. So we've probably convinced the people that, well, on the fence, <laughs> especially with that last case study showing the massive difference in price. Um, but the people that were already convinced are probably fed up now and they want us to give us some actionables. So what would be some best practices? What's the secret source for making a great Facebook ad? And maybe explain also the difference between the difference between making a Facebook ad and just clicking that boost button on Facebook that they throw at you. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, 
So here's what I do. Literally, like, I, man, I have an agency where I, I run Facebook ads for, for churches all over the country, and, and I'll literally give you the secret sauce to exactly how I do it. Um, so this is, this is basically what you want to do. You want to run um, Facebook ads, right, which is, like I said, it's, it's not actually – it's not just posting to your, to your Facebook page and hoping people read it. Because uh, Facebook, you know, depending on the type of post, will show it to somewhere between three and five percent of the people who are actually following your page. Uh, sometimes even less than that. So it's crazy. Uh, and it's not posting a, a post there and then boosting the post. Uh, and you can still do some targeting inside of a boost, but these are these are Facebook ads, which means you actually go into the ads manager and you set up a Facebook ads campaign, and uh, you target people uh, within driving distance of your church. So the, the, the quick overview is, is basically this. You set up a Facebook ads campaign that uh, is attractive and stops people from scrolling in their newsfeed. Then you connect it to a landing page on your website, not your homepage, but a specific landing page set up for visitors and people who know nothing about your church that just drives them to your Sunday morning attendance. Um, and so, I mean, literally that's it. Like it's a Facebook ad. That's attractive to people. You connect it to a landing page, not your homepage. Um, and that landing page should only talk about one thing because, you know, and this is true in marketing all across the board, but if you say more than one thing, then you say absolutely nothing at all. And so the only thing that you should be talking about is your Sunday morning service. When I run it like for, for all these churches, I'm not talking about their Wednesday night services. I'm not talking about small groups ministry or missions or anything else. We're just talking about Sunday morning because all we're worried about is butts and seats. We just want to get people who've never visited the church to check it out or maybe re-engage some people who used to go to the church and just haven't been in a while. So um, it, it, it kind of goes like this. This is literally the secret sauce. Uh, you create an ad set that highlights the benefit of what you're promoting. So if it's a sermon series, a church event, a special service, um, you, you, you just you, you want to talk about that. So, for instance, if you're if you're talking about a sermon series kickoff, you're not talking about, hey, we're going to be talking about the Sermon on the Mount or Matthew 7, because I don't care who you are or how much you love God. Nobody wakes up and gets out of bed and wakes up their entire family, gets the kids ready and throws everybody into the car for Matthew 7. And so you want to talk about the, the ideas or, or the questions you're going to be answering. Uh, another good one, especially for like the Sunday after Easter, if you want to get people back in the door who don't normally come to church, you can just say, hey, listen, come back next Sunday when we talk about um, uh, why do bad things happen to good people or uh, how can a loving God send people to hell? You, you, you kind of answer some of those big questions. People will show up for that because that's, that's kind of the benefit of showing up is we're going to answer a question you probably are, uh, always had. Um, so even if you're preaching on Matthew 7 or the Sermon on the Mount, you specifically want to do that. So um, you, you kind of preach the, the, the benefits and then you target everyone within driving dis distance of your church. Um, so for my church here in, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, that's uh, usually about 15 miles is what we do. Uh, I've, I've ran uh, to some more rural areas where we'll target everyone within 30 miles of the church. Uh, I've got some, some really congested, um, highly populated cities that we run in where we'll just target within five miles. So whatever that is for your church, you just target people within dri driving distance of the church. Um, and then you have to have a direct call to action on your landing page. So specifically like join us this Sunday at 11 AM, right? It's just, you just don't want to have just a bunch of information and then kind of no close at the end. You want all of it to kind of be like a funnel that comes down to your call to action, which is join us this Sunday at 11 AM. Um, so the, the most important aspects of the ad itself are to have, uh, like graphics or more importantly, just photos that are going to stop people from scrolling in their feed. Um, so it just needs to be an image that's going to grab their attention, usually smiling volunteers, um, laughing kids, uh, playful families, 
or even just a cool picture uh, of your pastor smiling and looking friendly, um, you know, it are, are usually going to uh, kind of attract people, get them to stop for a second. And then your ad copy, like the actual description that you put in there, like your text, um, should sound like it's coming from one friend to another. And it should read more like a coffee shop invitation rather than like a corporate sounding rant with correct grammar. So uh, it's, 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 it's okay to end with a preposition, um, you know, when you're writing these ads, because you want it to sound like, um, like you're talking. Like if you, were, if you ran into a friend you hadn't seen in a while in a coffee shop and you were inviting them to church, that's, that's the, 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 the tone and feel of how the, the ad should read. Um, and then, um, you know, like I said, you don't want to talk about your programs or your, your midweek services or small groups. Um, just stay on message and just talk about either the event that you're promoting or, you know, your, your Sunday service and, and try to get the, try to get them there. Um, because you basically want to answer the question, why should I care? So if, if someone who's never been to your church before sees the ad and you're inviting them to church, whether it's, it's consciously or subconsciously, they're asking themselves the question, why should I care? Why should I care about your church? Why should I care about your sermon series? Why should I care about Easter Sunday or Christmas or your, your fall outreach? Um, and so by, by answering that, you, um, you might say something like this in your ad copy to, to answer that question. Um, skeptical about church? We were too. That's why we created a church for people who don't like church. Find out why we're different this Sunday at 11 a.m. and feel free to wear flip-flops. Um, or, or maybe, uh, I talked about it a, a second ago, but uh, man, uh, have you ever wondered why bad things happen to good people? Find out this Sunday as Pastor John explores the questions you've always wondered about God but never had the guts to ask. Um, right. So something like that, where you're just, you're talking about kind of the, the benefits of showing up and you're showing people, Hey, here's why you should care. If you're skeptical about church, we were too. And our church is a church for people who don't like church. So if that sounds interesting to you, you should come check us out. Or man, if you've got questions about God, like why do bad things happen to good people or has science disproven Christianity, uh, man, we're going to talk about them this Sunday. Uh, does that, that, I know that's a ton of information. Does that kind of oh, make sense at all? That was really good. So just to Break that down real fast and to reiterate, like if you could, if we would say it's three things that every good ad needs. It starts with a great graphic that's going to stop a scroll. Uh, after the graphic, you need good copy written in a more conversational style, not like a corporate, like generic ad copy that you'd see from another big brand, for example. Yep. And then you need to send them somewhere more like it'd be beneficial to send them to a specific landing page on your website where you have a specific call to action so that yep. might be hey we're going to have these six easter services or these two easter services and we would love for you to join us at them or the kids egg hunt or whatever you know rather than just right. send it to a generic home page so those three things yep. good graphic good copy good call to action and that's the basic stripped down recipe for a great facebook ad yep uh, yep that's that's exactly it the the only, only thing I would say is the way that Facebook is going now, like, um, man, they, they kind of punish you for having graphics. So, like, if you're boosting a post, you can put a graphic on there and boost it, uh, and they'll still show it to people. With Facebook ads, they, they, they really want you to have a picture that has uh, little or no copy on it at all. So, all the ones that I've been seeing really good ROI with lately uh, and really good numbers have just been a picture of like a family or the kids program or, or, you know, like some smiling volunteers, like pointing at the camera or something. Um, and, and just makes it look warm and friendly and inviting. Uh, and then I'll use the actual ad copy to invite people to church. That way it looks more like a natural post that like one of your friends would post, uh, and, and less like, 
uh, you know, something Taco Bell or Coca-Cola or Budweiser would, would promote. Yeah. Um, now, another key thing is with for those of you who haven't used Facebook ads before, you can actually, within what's called an ad set, you can change out different images. Um, and so what is your strategy when it comes to that option we have? Do you just leave like an image that you've chosen or do you keep an eye on them and kind of roll with different media? Uh, yeah, so um, that's that, that's actually I'm 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 glad you brought that up, bro. That's that's actually really important. So the there's tons of different types of campaigns you can run. The two that are working the best for churches right now are either Facebook video ads or an image based campaign. Uh, the, with the image based campaign, you can run up to six different images, and so that's uh, yeah, that's that's exactly what I do. I for you know for my church for all my clients, I actually get on there and I manage the campaign in real time. And so depending on what the daily ad budget is and how many people you're getting in front of, I usually wait three, four, five, six, seven days um, until it's kind of gotten out there quite a bit. And I, and I take a look and I'm managing it every single day, kind of looking at the, at the images. But what I'll, I'll do is I'll either swap out the underperforming images, the ones that aren't getting that, uh, that many clicks, or if, if there's you know, um, you know, one or two images that are just getting a ton of clicks, I'll just turn off like the bottom three that aren't getting any at all. And just let Facebook's algorithm push the ones that are already, you know, naturally getting the most clicks. Um, so, based on that, if everything's kind of even and spread out, I'll kind of let it play out until, you know, one or two of the images kind of emerges the front runner, and then swap out the other ones. Or if there's some that are just killing it and doing really well, I'll just turn off the ones, uh, you know, that that aren't aren't getting a lot of clicks, and just let Facebook take it from there. Cool. Now you just said. Uh that you'll, you'll upload some images and you'll let it run for potentially six or seven days, keep some eye, keep eyes on some things. I guess some questions that people have had is, I mean, when should I run ads? I mean, we've spoken about Easter. We've spoken about just advertising the church. So I guess people, yeah. two questions would be, when should I run ads? Should I run it every week? Should I just run it for events? And when I do that, run them, should I run them every day? Should I run them for specific hours during the day? You know, like what's the best? When we say ROI, it means return on investment for those who don't know. What's the best ROI on using Facebook ads? Great question. So the short answer is you should run ads always, uh, every single day, all the time. The reason is you know, um, even below average marketing with commitment and consistency will outperform phenomenal marketing with inconsistency every single time. So like even even if you screw it up, like even if you go out there and you 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 do an ad um, that's that's not that great, but you're com- uh, you're you're consistent with it and and you just commit to a daily budget and just stay in front of people and stay in their news feeds, that's going to perform better and you're going to see a better ROI than if uh, you know you actually hired a, a studio to come in and and, um, and and do this you know super overproduced video ad and then you you know threw 500 bucks behind it this week and then didn't run next week and then 200 bucks the week after that and then didn't run for two weeks. Um, you just you just want commitment and consistency. It's literally the number one. Um, indicator of, of effectiveness for, for Facebook ads. So there's basically two types of campaigns that you can run. Number one is a church invite where it's just, uh, it might be your pastor on video inviting people out to church. Um, it might be uh, just a, like a, a story or a testimony of, of people that have kind of gone through something and they're just kind of talking about the church uh, and, and inviting people out. Uh, and, and it might even just be some some images of just different volunteers and, and kids in the church and people like that. But all of it kind of getting people to show up on Sunday morning. That is basically the foundation of what you should be running all the time. 
So that should just be always going. You, you commit to a daily budget, whatever, something you can just stay consistent with, you know, even if it's five or 10 bucks a day um, and you, you run that all the time. And then when you have something like uh, Easter Sunday coming up or like a Christmas Eve service or a huge outreach that you're doing or a giant relationship series or something like that, then you can ramp it up in the week or two before that. And you run the second type of campaign, which is an event based campaign. And that is designed just specifically to get people to show up, take a you know, to take action on on a certain event. So, so to get them to show up on Easter Sunday, or to get them to show up on Christmas Eve, or uh, you know, to week one of your relationship series or something like that. So um, both campaigns are equally as important. The second one's a little bit uh, more attractive, you know, because that's where you get like these super cool case studies. Um, you know, I had, had a church uh, that of about 120 people that I ran ads for. And in December, it was actually December 11th. So what is it even like a Christmas service? They promoted uh, photos with Santa. So church of 120 people, we ran for two weeks. We just promoted uh, free photos with Santa on Sunday, December 11th. And uh, they not only had you know free family photos, but they had like free Christmas stockings for every kid under 12 and, and free hot dogs and popcorn and candy for everybody. That church of 120 had 11 new families show up on a single Sunday, wow. which altogether was 47 new visitors for them. So church of 120, 47 new visitors. It was a huge win for them. But the reason that was such a huge win is because we'd been running ads for a month and a half before that, just inviting people out to church. So, you know, what, what happens is by running those ads consistently and just committing to a daily budget, you know, your, your ads and, and your church kind of become a reticular activator for people. So in the same way, if you're thinking about, um, purchasing like a red Ford F-150 and you go out there and you test drive one and now everywhere you look, all you see are red F-150s everywhere on the road. It's just because you know that 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 red F-150 has now become a reticular activator, so your brain starts noticing it everywhere you go. It, the same thing happens with Facebook ads. People continue to notice it, and they start thinking, "Man, I you know I, I see this church everywhere." A lot of times, they're not seeing it everywhere. They're probably just seeing it on Facebook. But then they kind of run into a friend who, "Oh yeah, like man, I, I think one of my friends goes to that church." And oh yeah, like I think I, I heard somebody who who ran into that pastor at a, at a restaurant one time and talked about how nice he was and how he actually bought their meal. And uh, oh man, like I think I think maybe I've. Uh, uh, like, you know, I've, I've driven by that church before. It just, it becomes a reticular activator and they keep thinking about it. And then when you run an event-based campaign, it gives them a reason to show up and take a particular action, like showing up Easter Sunday or showing up for, uh, you know, a, an, an outreach or something like that. Yeah. So that's awesome. I just want to clarify that case study too. So that was a, you said that was December 11th. So that's not even yep. like close. I mean, it's close to Christmas. That was dumb. It's not, it's not <laughs> Christmas, right? It's right, like right. these people aren't CEOs, not Christmas and Easter only. Like they're not showing up because it's Christmas. They're showing up before Christmas. And the real only measurable for that was you did ads. And you had said they had 11 new families, which, gosh, even if you're a church of 2,000, you want 11 new families. And for yeah. them, 120 people at the church, they had 47 new people. That's over 30% increase because of Facebook ads in one weekend. That's a great measurable on how ads are successful. Right. Right, and, I, and I'm telling you, like, uh, I've, I've got the numbers here. So they, they had 11,000 impressions. They reached uh, almost 8,200 people. The frequency was 1.37, so everyone saw those ads an average of 1.37 times. They had 236 clicks to their website, which, again, was a custom landing page that only talked about the photos with Santa Sunday. Uh, they paid 33 cents per click, and their total ad investment – uh, and obviously they hired me, so there was, you know, that's a that's a separate charge order. But the actual money that we spent on ads was seventy eight dollars. 
Wow. So they spent 78 bucks, had 47 people show up. And the, you know, kind of the, the, the cool thing about that, the, is that most people say, okay, cool. Well, that's what we want. We want that big win. And it's like, okay, but you don't get that big win. You don't get 11 new families if you're not consistently running ads for a month and a half beforehand. So, um, that's, you know, that, that's where a lot of people kind of miss it sometimes is they just want to, you know, Hey, let's, let's just run ads really, you know, for one really big uh, Sunday and you can do that and you'll, and you're, you're, you're going to reach some people because just making people aware of it, but by laying that foundation with some type of a general church invite, and there's a lot of different ways to do it, but you just have to be consistent that way when you do ramp up for something like that, like a special event, then you're going to have that huge return. Uh, which they did, but obviously it was because, you know, for the six weeks prior, they were just having, you know, just a couple of visitors, one or two visitors here every single Sunday. And rarely do people say, hey, we saw you on Facebook. So we decided to show up for the first time. Right. It's usually it's kind of a process. Like they see you on Facebook several times. Then they talk to somebody who goes to the church. They drive by the church and they see somebody wearing one of your T-shirts and, it, and it, it becomes that reticular activator. So that's that's the important way to win. But, yeah, I mean, it's a church of 120 people had 47 people show up on a single Sunday because of Facebook ads. Sure. So help me. I'm trying to think, how do I convince my uh, the people that are in charge of the money? How do I help them understand you know, you say 11 families came. How do I, how do I show them that that was because of Facebook? You know, how do they don't feel like, well, that just, you know, Susie invited a bunch of friends for this week. Like how do, how do we help them uh, see that? Cause it's so intangible. You got any answers for that? Uh, yeah. I mean, so you, I, I get that question a lot, right? And that's not just unique to churches. Businesses sure. want to know that kind of stuff too. Everyone wants to know, you know, what's the ROI of social. Right. Um, and, and, and it's hard. It's those, those same people who ask those questions are running billboards and direct mail pieces uh, and and not really being able to to quantify those, they just kind of know that okay, well yeah, billboards work. Uh, you know, direct mail has worked sometimes. You know, and and that type of stuff. So the the cool thing is you you just you have a lot more uh, data on these, right? So you can actually say, hey, two hundred and thirty six people hit our website, and then that Sunday, forty seven people showed up. So it's you know it's 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 pretty. Um, you know, it's, 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 again, you know, it's, <laughs> it's not rocket surgery to, to kind of figure it out. But I mean, the, sure. the, the simple answer is there's no, there's no super easy way. Cause a lot of people try to try to track it with, with comment cards or connect cards. Uh, and the bottom line is most of your visitors won't fill those out. And the ones that do, it's, it's very rare that you actually have someone who says, I saw a Facebook ad. And so I came in, right, uh, right. we actually had one, my, my church is about 6,000 people. We had one person say that here a couple of weeks ago and I freaked out. I was running around the office. I was so excited because <laughs> nobody says that. Like nobody says, I saw you on Facebook. And so I decided to show up. Um, but that, you know, that, that actually happened. So, I mean, really it's, it's just kind of hard that, you know, the best thing to say is, Hey, listen, we're spending this much on, you know, on, on direct mail or on these different things. Let's just test it. Let me, let me just try. Give me, give me a small amount of money to do this. I, when, when I first got into it, uh, I, I had, a, uh, my pastor, we, we tried it by accident. I don't even know if he was really into Facebook ads, but he forgot to market an outreach that we were doing. We always did like newspaper ads and a bunch of different stuff. He forgot. So I was just like, Hey dude, give me 150 bucks. I'll run for three days. I'll try running Facebook ads. And let's just see what happens. Mm. And we had the largest turnout we've ever had. It was a it was a uh, an outreach to start at ten o'clock in the morning where we we're giving out backpacks with with school supplies to families that couldn't afford it. And uh, it started at ten o'clock in the morning. People started lining up in line outside uh, at six a.m. And it was just like, oh shoot! Like we bought a bunch of Chick Fil A sandwiches for everybody. Like for breakfast, we ran out of those in the first ten minutes. I think oh, yeah. we gave away five hundred backpacks. We ran out, and and people had to had to show up. 
Um, you know, we had to take people's names, buy them uh, more supplies. They'd come back later during the week to pick those up all just because we ran Facebook ads for three days. So we literally kind of fell into it. So I would just, you know, the people with the money, it's like, hey, let's just test this. Let's just try it. You know, um, pick pick an event and and kind of kind of start there and and see if you can measure some of those ROI. But the the tough question is, there's not like a a specific concrete example like, hey, if you do this, this is going to come up and everyone's going to say they saw it on Facebook. It's usually kind of a a myriad of things, if you will. Yeah, and I think it's kind of important as well. Um, at least what I've seen earlier on, you're saying consistency is key, and part of the win for you is going to have to be. You know, we talk about first impressions at church, and people will come and. The first impression that we typically think about is you walk through the door and someone from one of the older services shakes you by the hand and then you walk in and they think that's your first impression. But the reality is, is if they saw a Facebook ad and they sent you a message and no one responded for two days, that was actually your first impression, right? Yep. Yep. you are out there that are social media managers for your church. Man, be aware, like turn on notifications for yourself if you need to just message people back, get those responses. If you have a landing page uh, like Chris spoke about and there's a message section, so someone to ask a question, maybe that maybe you can write something like, hey, do you need someone to sit by? Do you need someone to check your kids in? Do you need someone to help you find a good parking spot? If someone messages you and you don't respond, that's, that's your first impression that you just lost right there. Um, yeah. So just to kind of be aware of that. Um, now, I just want to go back to something else. So maybe this is kind of one of our last questions we can kind of sit on. Uh, earlier on, you said, when you're talking about like uploading six or more images at a time, and you said like, you know, what, you're going to screw up sometimes. You're going to make mistakes, and uh, mistakes are great. You know, there's a guy called Gary V that a lot of people will know, and one of his oh, yeah. phrases is "going one for five is better than going zero for zero." You know, and uh, <laughs> so I just I just wanted is there a way that you could kind of let people know some of the mistakes you've made along the way and some tips to avoid making those in the future. Uh, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot, dude. Uh, and you're right, man. Gary Vaynerchuk is 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 the man. I love that guy. Um, you know, Wayne Gretzky is, is famous for saying you t- you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, right? So who knows how many people um, would have showed up this past Sunday had you been running Facebook ads? Um, you know, but uh, you know the 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 best time to start this uh, is as soon as you find out about it. So like now that you know about it, man, be a good steward. At least at least test it. So. The, the thing that I always tell people, the, the biggest mistakes that I see is people try putting way too much money behind the ads before they're proven that they work. So if you're, if you're trying this out uh, and you've never done it before, the most important part is, is texting, uh, texting, <laughs> excuse me, is testing. Um, right. So you, you really just want to test some different ads. So get out there, find some different images of your church and put, you know, put six of them together in an image-based campaign, uh, write a couple of ad copy. Again, just like you were inviting a friend and you were just telling them about the church and, uh, and put it out there and target people um, within 10 to 15 miles of your church, de- depending on your population. And you don't even have to mess with the targeting. Like literally just target people within driving distance between the ages of, 60, of 18 to 65 plus, and then just see what happens. Facebook will show you what types of people are clicking in, uh, are, are actually clicking on your um, uh, clicking on your Facebook ads and, and interacting with your ad. So then you can always kind of narrow down your targeting there. But so if you're starting out, don't try to get massively specific or anything. Just man, run to everybody within 15 miles of the church between the ages of 18 and 65 plus, and uh, and and then just kind of see what happens. So and I would I'd recommend starting off with 10 bucks a day. Um, that way, if it fails miserably, you know you run for three days. You you know you tried 30 bucks. I mean I would try 30 bucks on anything. So. Um, that's, that's, that's worth a shot. 
I've, I've, I've had friends before who've gone in and be like, oh man, hey, we put in a hundred bucks a day. We spent 400 bucks and, and nobody clicked on it. Uh, it's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, you, you, you probably, you probably did it wrong. And that's, and that's okay. Like you literally, you, you know, uh, so much more afterwards is so Mark Twain who said, you know, uh, someone who is, has grabbed a tap by uh, a cat by the tail now knows 80% more of, about cats than, than someone who hasn't. So okay. just try something. You, uh, you really can't screw it up. I mean, because you're going to learn from every single thing that you do, even outreaches that you try that don't end up working. Uh, you kind of fail your, your, your way to success in, in that area. It's the same thing with Facebook ads. So the most important thing, just get out there. Just don't throw a bunch of money into it until you see that it's working. You try 10 bucks a day. And after three days, you've had a couple thousand people uh, that you've you know, been reached with it who have either watched your video or you know, you've, you've now got a couple dozen or a couple hundred people that have clicked on it. Perfect. It's working. Uh, and Facebook will actually give you a relevancy score to show you how relevant your content is to the people that you're, that you're running it to. And so if, if your content, you know, if your relevancy score is below a six, uh, you probably want to switch it up and change some things. If you're in the seven, eight, nine range, uh, you're, you're doing really well. If you're at a 10, uh, man, call me cause I want to hire you because it's, <laughs> that's, that's insane. So um, yeah, I'd say just, just get out there, take imperfect action immediately. That's, that's my number one rule with all this is, uh, man, speed trumps production quality. So just take imperfect action immediately, put together a campaign today and just start running 10 bucks a day and see what happens. Awesome. Hey, well, thanks for that real quick, just to wrap up. Um, some people listen to this and they're sold and they're going to go do it. Other people were already sold and they're going to go ahead and try it. And there's some people who didn't even know this existed, they want to try it, but they're still scared. In the next just couple minutes, could you just kind of explain your company, kind of plug yourself a little bit, plug your business, and we're going to drop some information down on the website under this podcast. And if you just want to kind of explain what you do and how people can get a hold of you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, um, I mean, I, I run a website, or my website's called creativechurchnetwork.com. Um, and the Creative Church Network, basically what I do is I just run uh, Facebook ads for churches kind of all over the country. And um, it's, uh, it's, it's for, you know, there's a lot of people out there who say, hey, Chris, man, I'm, I'm kind of convinced I want to give this a give this a shot, but I either don't know how to do it or I just don't have the time, right? A lot of people say, oh yeah, I could probably figure this out. I don't have the time to do it. I'd rather focus on what I'm good at and just let you do this. So uh, for those people, uh, you know, on my website, uh, creativechurchnetwork.com, I've actually got uh, my email where you can just shoot me an email. We set up a, a free strategy call and just kind of, you know, talk here a little bit about your church, kind of what I do. And, and we just figure out, hey, would we be a good fit or not? So um, man, whether, whether you, you give me, uh, uh, you know, whether you shoot me an email and, and try to hire me or whether you just go try to figure it out yourself, man, just take imperfect action immediately. The, the it's, it's best to go out there and try it and, and just kind of see what happens. Cause I'm telling you this works. You can reach people, uh, in a way, you know, in, in a place that they're already, they're already at, they're already spending 20 minutes a day on Facebook. So why not invite them to church? Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Head over to thechurchcollective.com, hit that contact button. We would love to connect with you. There's really cool conversations going on, too, in our community page over on Facebook. So if you've listened through this whole uh, interview, Chris uh, Abbott is always over on Facebook dropping some serious wisdom. So you can continue this conversation over there with him. Just tag him and ask him a question, and he'll hop in. So we'd love to see you over there. Just look up the Church Collective community on Facebook, and uh, we will see you next week.